Now, it's time for Spotlight on Business, where every week we put the spotlight on a different local business so you can find out how they serve you and the community. Now, from Michiana's Morning News, it's Laura Smith. Welcome to Spotlight on Business and turn your radio up way loud because if you do, you just might get the aroma of <laughs> refinery coffee here in studio. Regina Troyer. Hello. My, hello. Happy March. <laughs> Happy March. The Ides of March. And listen, you know, this is really, uh, we look, I, I love all my spotlight on business yes really truly but every month when you come on it's like a it's like a party in here <laughs> because you you bring your coffee and it smells so good and then we talk about it and and then I rush out and all I want to do is drink it um, even though yeah. I don't normally drink coffee after 2 p.m. because of caffeine but we're mm. going to talk about that in our second uh, part of the show today because you have the scoop, no pun intended, <laughs> on caffeine and decaf and the rest of it. But first, we want to hear from you. What are your March flavors? We've been talking about it all week long in yes. the morning show. Well, it, it, March is always fun because it's all about St. Patty's Day and it's about the luck of the Irish, all of that. So we do promote uh, three different um, Irish cream flavors that we're doing. So first and foremost, I'm going to talk about the non-flavored one that we're promoting, and it is called our Blonde Bombshell. Mm. And this is an espresso, but we're also going to promote it as a brewed coffee. So when you come by the shop in March, we will have this one brewed as a drip coffee. But it is one of our best-selling espresso blends. That reason is because it's all light roasted, so it has a lot of caffeine. Something that we're talking about today is caffeine. Yeah. And I love it. I think it's it's a wonderful drip coffee. It's a blend of three different beans. It's an Ethiopian Yerga chef, which is a washed Ethiopian. And then we also put it with one of our top-selling Brazilian coffees. And people absolutely love it. If, if you like an espresso that is not going to be bitter, that's going to be very smooth in the cup, but pairs well with some steamed milk in it or cream, it's a really great one for that. And it sells, it flies off our shelf. So it's going to be a dollar off for the month, month of March, which is really nice. And then also for the flavors, we're going to be doing our traditional Irish cream. This is a really great coffee, even black. I mean, it's your, it, it's like that Irish coffee without the alcohol, obviously. So it's really nice. Irish whiskey. Doesn't mean you can't put the alcohol in it. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> and then also we're doing a nutty Irish, which is a hazelnut cream with Irish cream. And I brought you a bag of that to try <gasps> too. So, Oh my can, goodness. Okay, show's that. over. Here I go. Bye. <laughs> and then we're doing an Emerald Isle, which is creme de mint, Irish cream, and white chocolate. So it's a really nice mix. I'm not typically a mint fan, but this is a really delicious one. I like that it's not overpowering, but you definitely taste the mint. And it's not peppermint, it's creme de mint. So it's a little nice... So, for those it. of us who are of a certain age, you not, <laughs> but me, yes, we grew up uh, at a time when women would go to cocktail parties or, mm -hmm. you know, dinner parties at people's house. And what would they order? A cream de mint or seriously, a grasshopper. Oh my and a grasshopper was cream de mint and I think cream and it would be mixed. So it probably tastes a little bit like that bag yes. of coffee. I have to get that for my mother. That's amazing. Because she has now vowed that she'll never drink anything but refinery coffee for the rest of her life. 
That she's, she's 87. I love and that. And she could be here another 15 years. <laughs> she's going to, yeah. And when she has that, because that was her favorite gra- grasshoppers with the creme de mint. That's amazing. But I remember my mom having a bottle of that liqueur because she had a cake that she would put that in. Oh. And it had a recipe on there for the grasshopper. So I never knew yes, that was that's like a what tradition. It is. And we had a friend who made a grasshopper pie once and she didn't drink alcohol. And my mother swears to this day that Maureen had one slice of the grasshopper pie <laughs> and she was doing things dancing around the house that my mother had never seen her do before. She claims she got drunk off one piece of grasshopper pie. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> I can't believe it. This is this sounds like the March. So that's is that four flavors then for yes. March? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. And a dollar off each. A dollar off. So the flavored ones run thirteen fifty mm-hmm. a pound. And it is a full pound. It's not a 12-ounce bag. And then the Blonde Bombshell Blend is going to be fourteen fifty. It's normally 15 So you're 15. not doing the shrinkflation <clears throat> thing, which is what truly companies do, and especially in Shrinkflation. Yes. New that's, term. That's what they do when, <clears throat> they, when the prices are really high, mm-hmm. like they are right now. Yeah. But... They put less of the product in. Yes, So exactly. it'll say an eight-ounce bag, but it'll really be six and a half. But That's they'll charge you the same. Off. That's right. And I'm like, Regina would never do that. I would not. I, I just believe that I want to be honest and upfront about our product. And if I say it's a pound, it is a pound. It's a pound. It's you usually a little it. over even. So <gasps> yeah. there you go. You get an extra <laughs> cup in there. I love it. Those those flavors sound so exquisite. Mm-hmm. Everyone is going to rush over there. And look at that. It's a bright green Kelly green bag. Perfect yes. for Love for it. March and another one in gold. Mm-hmm. So I was going to ask you about the one, you know, you talk about it, it you sell it as an espresso, but this one's going to be also mm-hmm. available for drip. So yes. what would, what makes something an espresso coffee or not just the, the intensity of the flavor? Yeah. So I will just say, cause I get asked this all the time. Can I use a regular coffee in my espresso machine? You definitely can, but there are certain varieties that are not going to be as good brewed as an espresso because of the technology that's used to brew the shot. It's very concentrated and coffees that are more acidic, I tend to not like as an espresso. And what would those be? They would be like something from Kenya, like Kenyan coffee. I would never use in an espresso blend, very acidic, and it's going to be more bitter on the after, especially with an espresso. Some of even like lighter Costa Ricans I don't typically use in an espresso because Costa Rican is very bright, flavorful. Now, if I roasted it dark, I might because it takes away the acidity then when you roast something dark a lot of times, especially in a Costa Rican or even a Colombian. But typically speaking, I like the more nutty, earthy profiles. Um, Indonesian coffees tend to hold up really good in espresso blends. and Like a Sumatra. Like Sumatra or Java or even Sulawesi. We also have one from India, the Monsoon Malabar, that's very low in acidity. It's not a dark roast, but it's more of a milk chocolate note, and that holds mm. up really good in espresso, too. So, Oh, I imagine. Yeah. And anything else, any of the Italian blends? Because yes. Because the Italians are known for their espresso. Yes. And so what kind of Italian? So Italian, I want to clarify this because I get people that are always confused when they come in. We sell an Italian espresso, and that is an Italian blend espresso. Italian roast and Italian blend are two different things. So an Italian roast is very dark. It, it would be like a French roast, like darker than French roast. For an espresso, I would never go that dark on it because of the way you're brewing the shot of espresso. It's going to taste different. 
I believe that an espresso should have some sweetness in the cup and it should create a nice amount of crema and it should hold up with milk in it or it should just be good on your palate drinking it straight. Right. If Which you're is just doing a really do. dark roasted bean, it's going to taste bitter. It's going to be horrible. And I can say that honestly because I just tried an Americano this weekend from a large competitor. It was horrible. And I thought, this is why I don't drink this coffee. This is why I'm a roaster. <laughs> because, because you know what you're doing. And, and I'm lit- listening to you right now and I'm thinking to myself, how do you keep all of that straight? You have... How many varieties of beans do you have at the Refinery Coffee Company? Right now, we have about 20, 20 different single origins. We have 40 flavored coffees that we do as well. And honestly, I would say it's about 50-50 on, if, if I look at my stats from even last year, we sold about equal amounts of flavored coffee as single origin and blends. So, yeah. So, and is it a myth that men don't drink flavored coffee? It is not a myth. I can honestly tell you, though. Statistically, 80% of flavored coffee drinkers are women, but there is still a large amount of men that love coffee, like flavored coffees. And if they do, what are the (laughs) flavors that they tend towards? I will tell you, it's typically the nuttier flavors. And I have some, some elderly gentlemen that come in. They love hazelnut cream and our hazelnut is really good. Um, Another one that's very popular is our rainforest crunch. That one is three different nutty flavors. It's macadamia, pralines, and hazelnut. Mm. And then probably our number one is our caramel toffee nut. And that's a caramel cashew with toffee and butter rum. I the, I, I just, I love hearing you just say the words. <laughs> it's really, it's like an opera um, for your senses. It's incredible. I love it. The Einstein of coffee is here today. Oh, Her name is Regina Troyer. That's what John Zimney calls you. Uh, the and Einstein of coffee. And I have to agree with him. Um, for you to be able to keep straight, which beans need to be roasted for how long is that just something you do intuitively now at this point of doing it for your what are you going into your 19th year of yes, roasting your 19th own year 19 years in may and i i can't believe it's been that long i would um, some of it is done by trial and error and just charting our temperatures i was gonna talk a little bit about coffee cupping too because this is typically what a roaster does especially if you would get a new variety and you will roast it maybe as a trial run, and you'll chart the temperature, kind of that profile of what you think is going to be a good roast. And then what you'll do is take a little amount of the beans and you'll grind it and you'll put it in a cup. You'll pour your hot water over it. And that's how we do coffee cupping. So, yeah. And so how, what does that mean though, that you can see the... So then what we do with cupping, and we, we chart the aroma... First and foremost, the aroma of the grounds, and then we have what's called a crust that starts at the top of the the cup. We break that crust, we put our nose down on it, we smell that, and then you skim off the grounds. This is after it's steeped for about two to three minutes. Then once the crust is broken, then you slur it, like you take that, the the grounds off the top. Then you're actually going to take a spoon and you're going to take a spoonful and put it in your mouth, and you're going to slurp it very vigorously. And it is what we call neonasal tasting. The aroma goes up inside your nose, and you're getting more of that, because half of your flavor is in your nose. I mean, it really is. You have to smell in order to taste. So then, then you chart the actual body of how heavy is that liquid in my mouth, and then also just the general taste, and then you swallow it, and then you, you also look at the aftertaste. Mm, did I enjoy that or not? So 
Yeah. That's kind of the beginning science of cupping. That's so fascinating. Honestly, it, it just, it boggles my mind that you can know that much. And, um, and truly it, it makes all the difference because there is nobody that has coffee that tastes the way yours does, Thank Regina you. Troyer. And I guess you can hear why you, you, there is, there are aficionados and then there's people that just go into the business of it because they think they're going to make good money off mm-hmm. of it. And coffee is definitely one of those things, but there's a difference between that and the science of it, understanding it so purely the way you do. And it's all in the flavor when you buy it. Refinery Coffee Company is at 1525 West Wilden Avenue in Goshen, right across from Martins. But you can always order online. Uh, Regina doesn't mind that one bit at all at therefinerycafe.com. When we come back, more coffee talk. Don't go away.